You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1359 of Hillbilly Shorts. Hello, everybody. Tracy, we're going to do some more of these unbelievable stories. Okadoke. This first one says, The volcanic eruption on the island of Krakatoa in the August of... <laughs> That sounds painful. Krakatoa. Sounds like like when I try to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. (laughs) In August of 1883, killed thousands of people and sent atmospheric shock waves across the earth seven times before subsiding. Oh, wow. The sound of the explosions could be heard 4,800 miles away, and those within a 160-kilometer radius suffered permanent hearing loss. Oh, my gosh. What is... That's horrible. It says the biggest of the explosions were heard 4,800 miles away from Krakatoa on Rodriguez Island off the eastern coast of Africa, taking four hours to reach the island. Experts compared the effects of the explosion as being similar to standing on the launching pad of a rocket without protecting one's ears. People reported broken windows, trembling houses, and a loss of hearing in the aftermath of the tragedy wow that's incredible that is incredible which is why these are incredible stories and apparently i thought there was more of them but there's only like five oh. otherwise i would have just done this one yesterday oh so now we got time to kill what else you want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> how about let's not crack a toe yeah for real how can that be like the worst pain ever like seriously i mean it's just your little bitty old toe but I don't know. it feels like your whole leg hurts it is amazing what a, what a i always said you know like they do these little things in the movie theater mm-hmm. to where the they'll put out a movie and they kind of watch the audience's response so they can see uh you know how the movie's going over yeah and i was like they don't need paranormal activity and watch people as the uh the stuff's happening in the movie just just show somebody on there stumping their toe and look at the audience reaction. It'd be worse than anything you ever saw. <laughs> oh my gosh, isn't that the activity. truth? All right, let's find another story real quick to do for these fine people. All right. All right. I thought there was more here, and there was. I just had to go to another page. Here's this next one. When a Frenchman and a Russian... Russian. When a Frenchman and a Russian... <laughs> it's making up crap. ...fired at one another in the... Crimean War, nearly 150 years ago, their bullets collided. Oh, now that's some major skills. They actually have a picture of it. The possibility of this happening has been touted as a billion to one, and yet, happened it did, the bullets after colliding fused into a metallic mass. However, the exact site of the discovery of the bullet has been kept from the public. Well, it wasn't a secret. I mean, it was No, but that'd be so cool to see. Here's a fun one. In 1949, a bear and a man fought an official boxing match, and in case you were wondering, the bear won. Well, that's not very surprising. Boxer Gus Waldorf was pitted against the bear in the boxing bout of uh, 1949. However, to ensure a fair game, the bear's teeth and claws were restricted, using a muzzle and boxing gloves. Despite this, the bear still won fair and square. Will you get him in like a headlock or something? Well, I'd imagine, I mean, he had boxing gloves on. The bear did. He could still swing. I'd imagine those are some pretty powerful punches. I would say, yeah. What a doofus. Did he die? 
Now, you know I finished that story, so I have no idea what happened after that. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't die or that would have been part of the story. Okay. So let's move on. 1978, scientists chanced upon a Russian family of six that had been living in the Siberian wilderness for 40 years and were completely cut off from all civilization. They knew nothing about cellophane, cellophane, television, the moon landing, or World War II. That is amazing. Can you imagine? I can't imagine anybody lived in the Siberian wilderness to begin with. It's freezing cold. 40 years, a family of six. Daggone. Boy, were they surprised when they got out. I guarantee. I like how all the things that took place that they wanted to point out, like television and the moon landing in World War II, they added in cellophane. Yeah, what the heck is that about? <laughs> what the world does that have to do with everything? I would have chose Reynolds' rap ch- over cellophane. They could have chose they used cellophane. I mean, what, styrofoam? <laughs> <laughs> That is pretty pretty funny. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with a couple more. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to episode 1360 of Hillbilly Shorts. What up, yo? All right. So we're back with more incredible stories. This will be the last day of it. Okay. A man noticed that his food was going missing. And in a bid to find out where it went, he set up a webcam, only to discover that a woman had been living in his closet. Like of his house? Yes. Back on. When his food kept disappearing, a man in Japan set up a webcam that transmitted images to his phone to see what was happening. He got the footage along with what was probably the biggest surprise of his life when a 58-year-old woman was found hiding in the top compartment of his closet. The homeless woman who had been living in the man's closet for a year... Shut your face. She was arrested on the grounds of trespassing, told police that she snuck into the house a year ago after the owner had left it unlocked. So, I mean, is she like little bitty or something? How in the world I don't know. I don't see a picture of her. I see... Um, I don't know if that's him or her. I see a picture, but I don't know if that's him or her. My goodness. How do you go a whole year and not notice that? I don't know. German photographer Burke Mobius clicked a picture of a plane being struck by lightning while it flew through a rainbow. Now that is amazing. This is a remarkable photograph. However, aircrafts being hit by lightning are not as uncommon as you might think. In fact, an aircraft will possibly be hit by lightning at least twice in its lifetime. Therefore, in order to protect passengers, as well as the plane, modern aircrafts have a thin layer of copper coating, along with fuel tanks that can withstand high temperatures. That is so scary to know that. <laughs> what? What? Scary to know that it can get, that gets hit, can hit twice during its lifetime? Well, yeah. That's still pretty uncommon, though. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, know. how many planes does it, I mean, how many flights does the plane take in its lifetime? Well, that's true. But at least it had a beautiful rainbow in it, right? Yeah. The University of Evansville's men's basketball team of 1977 was killed in a plane crash. Oh, no. There was, however, one player who was too ill to make the trip and therefore survived the crash. He was killed in a car crash two weeks later. You lie. 
Stop it! That's awful. The airplane that was carrying the players from Evansville to Nashville lost control and crashed a short time while after takeoff. Several factors, including excess of baggage that shifted the plane's gravity, were blamed. One of the team members was too ill to go on board and was lucky enough to have survived. However, his luck ran out on him two weeks later when he was hit by a drunk driver resulted in his death. That literally sounds like the plot for Final Destination. Well, yeah, it does. And what a horrific thing to happen. That's just horrible. Terrible, terrible. A woman, while watching an A&E show, discovered that her current house was once owned by a serial killer who used to torture women in the basement. <gasps> Whoa! Following a family member's suggestion that she watch an A&E documentary about serial killers, a St. Louis woman was shocked to realize that the house that she had only recently rented once belonged to serial killer Maury Travis, who used it as a torture chamber. The woman, Katrina uh, Mc McGall, looks like, was given the same dining table by the landlord as the one seen in the pictures of the crime scenes. However, it was the basement where most of the crimes were committed, and this was the last straw for an already unnerved McGall. She called her landlord, asking to be let out of her lease. The landlord was, however, unwilling to do so. She was also the killer's mother. What a what? <laughs> so the, the serial killer's mom was her landlord. So I guess her Because I was just getting ready to ask son, you, why, why wouldn't she divulge that? Well, I don't think you would necessarily divulge that to people. And well, let's come in. It's been freshly painted. I've got a, a nice standing room table in there. Oh, and my son tortured a bunch of people in the basement. Oh, well. And you probably don't have to divulge it if you're renting it. It's no, not like that's probably it. true. So okay. she, I guess she was never able to get out of that then? Well, I'm sure she probably was. I'm, I'm sure if you took that to court. Dude, that is crazy. One last one. Can you imagine looking at that and saying... Damn, that looks like my dining room table. I wonder when her friend asked her to watch the show if, she if it knew. was because she knew or if she just thought, hey, it'd be, I think you'll like the show. And it just coincidence. Yikes. Firefighters rescued a naked woman who was found trapped in her ex-boyfriend's chimney. <laughs> the woman, <laughs> This woman was often in the habit of trying to enter her ex-boyfriend's house every Saturday morning. However, one such morning, she found the front door locked. And in a desperate bid to enter the house, she climbed onto the roof, took off all of her clothes, and climbed down the chimney. An endeavor that was rudely cut short by her getting stuck in the shaft. Her boyfriend, whose shaft she was literally looking for, after hearing her cries for help, <laughs> called firefighters. It took nearly two hours and 23 firefighters to free the woman. Why does it take 23 firefighters to, to free the woman? Uh that I don't know, but boy, what an embarrassment. She's lucky he didn't start a dang on fire. She would have been the hottest chick he ever had. No kidding. <sighs> Crazy. And that, come I'm on a, now. That's some, that's some desperate, stupid crap there. It is, absolutely. Only there, Santa Claus can come down the chimney, girl. You there, need to get it right. There's another short one, so I want to do it. A barn in Rasdorf, Germany, blew up because of the high amount of methane that the 90 cows within it produced. <laughs> oh, the Lord. sheer amount of the gas was enough for a static electric charge to ignite, and it caused an explosion in the barn. Oh, my goodness. The explosion, which, which was caused as a result of the methane steadily building up, 
caused considerable destruction to the barn and injured one cow. That's it? Just one cow got injured? That's amazing. It is amazing. So, anyways. Boy Ninja could start a fire like that with his farts. kidding. All right, guys. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. If you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.